0: Game of shows. Right, so that was episode four, done and dusted. Can you believe we're onto episode four already? I can't believe it. I'm, I'm, in I'm the over, words of I'm, Victor Melgaru. I'm
4: overwrought. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm overjoyed. I'm overwrought. Wow. I'm overacting.
0: <laughs> four episodes. But I was saying to you earlier, it's in the, the podcast. It feels like we're doing two podcasts in one, doesn't it? We've got like our little bonus, yeah, which is yeah. which is obviously this now, and then we've got the quiz. So it's it's um. We've actually done eight now, which is and, amazing. Um, I
4: think the, the, the nice thing about that is that we do actually get the chance to kind of sit and kind of just talk about the, the actors we're, we're you know, getting to interview and, and, and the shows, because obviously the quiz is um, you know, takes up the, the whole episode. So yeah. I, I, I would feel like if we didn't do the bonus where we get the chance to reveal our little chats with the, the guys themselves, that the audience was really missing out on something. Mm. Um, kind of, of of you know equal value of that sort of thing because you know chatting to them about who they are what they do is is almost as much fun as you know asking them questions and trying to catch them out
0: yeah definitely the hardest bit is trying to keep it down to like a minimum time isn't it we're always conscious of not taking up too much of their time yeah chris has always texting me during it saying
4: You've got to speed it up. Hurry up,
0: you're going too slowly. Hurry up.
4: <laughs> no, it's, it's midnight now. Stop, Lawrence.
0: But it is. It's hard, because you've got so many questions. Like, last week, you said with um, Melissa, there were so many questions that you, you wanted to ask her, and you've never got around. And it's the same with the guys tonight. I mean, there's yeah. so much you could ask them. But it's um, what I loved about tonight is having Stuart, because I've worked with Stuart, so it was so nice to like talk to him and have, have him on the podcast.
4: Yeah, I kind of felt the same way about Alice because I've we, she and I go back a long way. I've known her probably best part of 20 years and obviously just met Jenna and Laura tonight. You kind of have a real soft spot for people you've known a long time. And, yeah. And, but I mean, the, when you're like yourself, like doing shows and that sort of thing, you must meet so many people.
0: You do. And it's, do you know what it is? It Like in a show, that's, that's your world and that's your little bubble. And it's, everything is, kind of all about that show and if you're in you know a year's contract it feels very much that's all you can think about and then you kind of leave the show and you yeah. realize that everyone kind of moves on and you know you do keep in touch and obviously you know the industry is very small and you, people know everyone and you bump into people on the audition circuit and you know teaching and different things like that but like Stuart we were we shared digs and everything and we used to travel together we did a Vita UK tour together and then at the Dominion so we, we worked together for quite about a year in. 2014, yeah, um, and you're kind of living in each other's pockets, and then I haven't really seen him that much since. So it's really nice to kind of reconnect yeah, with him on reconnect like lovely, yeah. And I was also thinking about the, kind of
4: talking to them about both of their shows, really, in, in a way, it is hard for them to communicate what it's like. I mean, I suppose you must've had it when you were in Jersey Boys, kind of being part of something that is really kind of big, just being part of something big. I mean, I, I'm not a performer, I'm a, a composer and a lyricist, and I've done, worked on a lot of shows, Never, not yet worked on anything that I would say is really big, mm. you know, um, like my show, my shows are still charting the, the upward trajectory, but they're not kind of big West End shows. Yeah. If the if the universe is listening, then you know, maybe <laughs> maybe they will be eventually. But it must be quite amazing to be a part or, you know, even a small part of something really huge do you did that kind of stay with you even though it's you know you finish that show and you move on and you do another
0: one or you i think these these shows are always you know as cheesy as it sounds but they do have a like a special place in your heart do you know what i mean like because it is as i was saying it's an intense period that you're in the show and you know i did Jersey boys for two years and it was an unforgettable experience you know things that i will never forget doing yeah. that show and and equally doing evita was the same and doing like every show that you do i think has that a, unique experience and you know not always good not always the best but again that that yeah is part of of the process as well i think being part of these these big shows game of shows here's a question here's a question for you then if okay. you could md any show now i say you are going to do a a year's yeah. run of it in the west end what would that show be
4: um do you know what it, it would probably be something i could conduct and not play yeah. Uh, and I think, uh, it, it may well be wicked actually, mm-hmm. um, because I think that would be a fantastic score to conduct. And occasionally I think, Oh, do you know, would I, would I want to try and get back in and do that? Cause I kind of gave all that up, uh, while I was kind of in, in the ascendancy a little bit, like I, I didn't go on an MD West End shows. I kind of stopped that and thought, no, I want to be a composer and yeah. I want to write. And that was partly because of that wanting to be really involved in the creative process and not wanting to just be kind of repeating, you know repeating the same thing every night. But um, yeah, all, all lay I think actually the, uh, yeah. the, the opportunity to get to go and an MD lay mears. I think for any, I would think any, I was going to say any young MD, but I'm, I'm not a young, I, I'm not, a, no. I'm, neither, <laughs> I'm neither young nor an MD. But when I, when I was young and thinking, do I want to do this? I would have loved to conduct like La Miz or Phantom. I'd rather do that than than something where you have to play. That's a lot of work. Yeah. You know, I just want you to stand and wave your stick. Yeah. Exactly. Wave your button. Yeah. Mm. What about yourself though? Because you're you're an elsewhere MD now as well as a performer and
0: Well, yeah, but um, if if we're saying like perform, well I did I told you about my dream that I walk I was asked to um, MD Define Gravity halfway through the show. That literally about two weeks ago, I had that dream and some the MD had in. disappeared and I just happened to be there and then they put me on the stand and I had to MD into the that end of the dream, one. Man. Yeah, that one. dream, Is was, there it a was, conductor was in the house? And I went, yes, <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> but I suppose you... if, if we're talking about parts, like what part, I've always since been at, at Mount View, it was when, actually we featured it in the, the episode tonight, Avenue Q was... Out oh, when I yeah. was at Mountview, and it was one of my dream roles yeah, to It was kind of the biggest
4: play. thing then, wasn't it? Like yeah, early, early, I
0: would just 2000s. love to play Princeton. That's still, still, my dream. I'm still on the cusp of being the right age. I think just if any producers are out there, out listen. there listen. yeah, yeah, cast, cast me as Princeton. Game of shows, right, Lawrence? As much as I could talk to you all night. I think our listeners probably want to hear what our four guests had to say when we had a little chat with them before the quiz.
4: Yeah, let's um, let's play it now. Let's have a listen to the kind of interview section of our night with the guys from Come From Away and Wicked. So this is what happened when Lawrence and Chris met Jenna, Laura, Stewart, and Alice. Game of shows. Let's start with Alice Fern, um, who uh, Chris was just asking me earlier. How I know Alice Fern? I just feel like I've known you forever like
2: Yeah, and actually, if you, how do we? What's the initial meeting? <laughs>
4: well, that? I think you were. I was. I was teaching or MDing at Mountview when you were at Mountview, okay. so that's that was.
2: About how long ago that was? <laughs> yeah, so
4: that was. Let's not talk about that. No. Um, and then you were in Shrek when my eldest daughter was in Shrek.
2: That's so it. That's, of course. Yeah. It yeah, be. and you were
4: that's you awesome. were playing a um, a woman in pink with a puppet gingerbread man.
2: Yes, with a gingerbread man attached to my right arm yes yeah um yeah and course, you haven't
4: you haven't stopped working since you've been
2: <laughs> I've done all right I'm all right I'm happy with it of course not this year but uh you know it's uh, yes it was go- I love Shrek actually and um and your daughter was actually extraordinary it was so, so lovely because I actually know so many of those girls still that played um young Fiona's and, and whatnot because obviously I was um covering Amanda Holden for that so I often went on with them
4: Yes, you uh, did. That's right. So you would have sung with with Sophie. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, So obviously you are here tonight representing Come From Away, but we couldn't have you here and just not talk a little bit about Wicked. We've actually got Double (laughs) alphabet in the in the house which is quite incredible um it's been a while now has it since you since you stopped so, so it's
2: coming up to a year in july yeah when i finished
4: you yes. did it for a long time didn't you by you, you... Well,
2: three years in total um but two years at the role yeah um so it was a, it was a good old chunk i was relatively knackered by the end
4: yeah i can imagine, um, I can spent. imagine.
2: and um uh, so yeah it was a, a wonderful two years yeah and, and what was quite nice is all our sort of the, the the cast, a lot of the people that I'd been performing with every night sort of left with me. So I quite, we, we sort of had a big leaving sort of ceremony in that sense. So it was quite nice that, because there's nothing worse than if I sort of left and then Sophie stayed and had a new alpha Bride, sort of feel a bit annoyed by that. <laughs> so I sort of feel like I've been take, be some taking my place. So it was quite nice that we shared um, at uh, that time together. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it feels, it sort of is strange. It feels like it was yesterday and yet it feels like it was 10 years ago all at the same time.
4: And would you go back if the opportunity arose?
2: I'd just love to do seven a week though. And they just wouldn't allow you. <laughs> like, no, you're doing all eight. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Cause I'm nearly 40. And um, you know, I shouldn't be doing that. So uh, so I don't know it's, 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 if, if whether they would, I mean, of course it's one of those roles that you, you just can't really say no to. So that's the only sure. part of it. Um, but it's how long you can play it for without looking ridiculous as a teenager.
4: Oh, that's interesting. Well, I, yeah, never thought of it. Never thought of it like that. And didn't you follow, did you follow Rachel Tucker into Wicked and then follow Rachel Tucker into yes. uh, Come yeah. From Away? So I, what's Rachel doing now?
2: Yeah, basically, <laughs> I just want to know
4: what you're going to do next.
2: Yeah, just gone to Broadway, so I'm thrilled. Um, <laughs> uh, so basically, I, think I call myself professional Rachel Tucker overtaker. <laughs> um, I do, I, I said that to her when she left, that she come from away, I said, babe, I can't wait, I'm going to be Broadway next year, that's amazing, um, because you're there next. Uh, yes, I do tend to, to take over Rach, which is lovely, you know, um, and uh, and she's gorgeous, so it's, uh, she yeah. never sort of makes me feel um, second best, which is just divine on her part, I have to
4: say. And um, we were, Chris and I were talking about Calm From Away today. Uh, just as we were kind of talking about this and, and researching a few things for some, some questions, we, just, we both just kind of said, I really want to see this show again. I really want to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such a shame that, that people aren't getting to see it at the moment. It's, it's such a, a great night in the theatre. and We're going to talk to your cast, your fellow cast member in a sec, but let's flip to the other alphabet in the room. Because if you've got two alphabet, el- you wait. That's the thing, isn't it, Chris? You wait all month for an alphabet.
0: <laughs> and then two come along at once. And- and two come along
5: at once. <laughs>
4: yeah. Laura Pick, thank you so much for joining us tonight.
5: It's my pleasure.
4: Um, so, uh, yeah, I was going to say, how do you follow that? That's Alice Fern. But you did follow that Alice, Alice Fern then presumably into the role of Elphaba at the Apollo Victoria.
5: Yeah. And I was lucky enough to watch Alice for the majority of my first two years there. Oh,
4: wow. So you were at in the, the show. The
5: watching the show. Oh. Um, so you were a standby,
4: um, were you? Or a, yeah, or I a was
5: Alice's standby for so I did it the opposite way, I was standby for two years. Um, and I just took over in January. As the and
4: heart. you can tell me to start off if I'm prying, but was that did you always know that you had like did you just tell the producers, Right, I want the part now, or did you wait for them to offer or wait for them <laughs> to ask, or did you were it, you able to like slip notes saying, I really want to play this part now? I'd <laughs> well, like, I'll do eight. Playing. Did you say Alice will only do seven? I'll do eight. <laughs>
5: If if only that was the deal, that would have been uh, amazing. It's like Alice said, it's a very hard role to say no to, but it's also a role that I think you'd be mad to not want to play. And so it's a no-brainer. Somebody says, actually, would you like to be Alpha for the rest of the contract? And you say, yes, please, and yeah, thank you. I will take you'd that. Never,
0: but anything.
4: it
5: never occurred to me that it would have happened now.
0: And, and was but- it was it like a dream role? Because I know a lot of you know female in in the industry it's like a dream role for them to play off was it always on the cards
5: yeah it was it was absolutely the dream the absolute dream and I just feel very lucky to be doing it so early on in my career really um but since being 14 and getting given the soundtrack and the score for my birthday and just just falling in love with it and singing it every week at stage school and yeah wow. whereabouts
4: did you grow up where was that
5: uh, I grew up in Wakefield uh, but I used to go to stage school in Leeds
4: and um so you've kind of hit hit that pinnacle at, at you know early on in your career but do you have other roles in mind like for later on
5: Yeah there's there's probably quite a few roles I'd love to play <laughs> um a lot of the generic ones I I I'm desperate to do Les Mis at some point what, whether that means waiting until I'm a lot older and being Madame Tenardier or getting to do it in the near future and playing from the team would be amazing. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I've got a question for um, Alice and Laura, actually. I think both part, Elphaba and... Sing then...
4: off, sing off, <laughs> sing off. Oh. No, yeah,
5: no. no, thank you. No, thank you.
0: But both, both characters that you play in, in your musicals, obviously they are both quite a, got a big sings in them as well. You know, the song in Come From Where is is a massive song and obviously Elphaba is a, a massive part. Is it being in lockdown is it quite nice to be able to have that kind of freedom because I don't know do you do you restrict yourself kind of drinking and going out and things like that to, to sustain the parts is it nice to kind of have that yeah, in a bit more lock, time that, yeah that's the question
2: well I think for me see Laura's a lot younger than me you see and I my voice is is better the more I do it Right. So I'm better during it. Like as soon as I came back off holiday, I mean Laura, remember, I'll come back on holiday and I'd be like, oh my god, this means <laughs> I'm going off again, because I would rather just be doing it in black and um, Baron at <laughs> uh, weirdly. Yeah. So. So for me, that show, I, yeah, I had to be really good. I mean, it was no going out and it was 10 hour naps, you know, a night. It wasn't, it, wow. I, I just, if I didn't have enough sleep, my voice would, would just die on me. I'd have to say, Come From Away, although it's Me In The Sky is extraordinary song and, and is quite hard to do. After you've done alphabet nothing is hard.
4: Yeah, yeah so in, in comparison, I, I, it's probably... In comparison,
2: a- it feels like, you know, uh, I, I won't swear, but it, it feels a, a piece of...
4: Easiness.
2: Yeah.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Laura,
4: presumably, you have to be fairly saint-like to sustain the the vocal cords in terms of going out and staying up late.
5: Yeah, it, it depends. It depends. Shoot <laughs> a laugh, because I, I, yeah, I'm I'm not an angel. And Alice will probably remember from even when I was standby. Um, yeah, I I do I like a wine, like a you wine. Yorkshire lass, um, so you
4: can handle it, can't you? <laughs>
5: It, yeah, generally running up to a holiday. If I know I've got a holiday coming up, I'll be a bit more casual about it. Yeah. But I'm just, I just getting the work life balance was important for me. And I was because being standby is is so different, especially when you are standby to Alice and off.
4: Yeah, I was going to say, did you get to go on very much as standby?
5: No, not really.
4: <laughs> did you resent her a little bit for that?
5: <laughs> like, yeah, really. I've never forgiven her actually. <laughs> Um, But yeah, it was different And then, you know, over time I built it up And I built up the stamina I remember texting Alice after my first stage show week Saying, I don't know how you do it (laughs) I I honestly thought I was going to die but now it's just well, I, I doubt it will be when I go back. Mm, like,
4: hopefully,
1: that won't be up
5: again. But won't be too long.
4: Yeah.
1: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Jumba Casino
4: Okay, let's move on and talk to your your colleagues who are very patiently and graciously waiting for us to chat to them. So, uh Jenna Boyd, you are Hello. also in the wonderful come from away. Thank you so much for joining us.
3: No worries. Please say you can hear me.
4: We can oh, That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, loud and clear. That's perfect. It's coming through loud and clear. And uh and so uh yeah, tell us about your your journey into come from away. We do, uh, we don't Chris and I don't know you. I, we kind of know uh some of our guests well, but we don't know you really at all. So um, tell oh. us how, how you how you found yourself in come from away. You've been in it since the show opened, haven't you?
3: I have. Yeah, I, I, um, oh, well, I was in yeah, the we first. Saw you, yeah, I was in the first cast, the first year. But going slightly further back, I had it was by April, um, 2019. I think I auditioned, and I had just not got um, Madame Tenardier. Um It was the, I did the show. <clears throat> a few years ago, uh, with Alice uh, just a few years ago uh, with <laughs> Alice, and I had not had any involvement with Lomis since then, and I had for the first time been seen for the role of Madame Sonadia which I was second cover for a couple of years before and um, i hadn 't got it, and I was on my sofa eating this is true, eating that you know that biscotti paste <laughs> out of a jar. Cope with,
4: cope with the yeah. rejection like
3: literally some uh uh oh. shoveling it um and my agent called me I think for two reasons one to tell me I had an audition also to check that I was okay um and she to said check you had you know,
4: enough biscotti paste
3: yeah and then I was I was at least deleting it because when I'd spoke to her before I was <laughs> like no words just squeaking oh. and she said you've got this audition and I remember telling my um fiance at the time I was like yeah I've got an audition for like this come far away away from home come home home and away it's something the musical I don't know I'd never heard of it um anyway I went through first round they sent me the stuff you know and you progress and progress and progress I had my final audition nine long 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 weeks later I got a phone call to say that I had got it and I received that phone call in in Salisbury. I was doing a play there and I was in like it's, it's called Prezzo, isn't it? I got 50 percent off and I was in there having lunch. And the table next to me obviously thought something awful had happened because I was like, "What?" <laughs> and sobbed. Apparently, that's what I do on the phone to my agent. Um, and then I put the phone down and then I called her back to check that she wasn't joking or I hadn't hallucinated when she said no. You've got the part. And at the time I had, I'd read for three different roles. So I thought I was up for a standby of which I would have absolutely bitten their hand off for and would have loved to do. But this was really for me the first time I feel i'd ever I'd ever had a part because i've been of your
4: of your own yeah of
3: my own i've I've done featured absolutely featured ensemble yeah. and i I've loved all the work that i had I have done, but I've very much been featured on ensemble cover for for a quite a long time I mean I've been doing uh, <clears throat> obviously I started when I was like two, but I've been in the business for twenty years now, so it, you know for me, it's been a long time coming, and finally for someone to go, yeah. You ah, can do great. You can do it in your part, own right.
4: It feels like the part was made for you, really. Mm.
3: But um, yeah, so that's been my journey and obviously um, we're still doing it now. And then, I'm so, it, you know, the original cast were amazing, but the, the new cast are <laughs> absolutely brilliant. And we've had, we only had five weeks with them.
4: Oh, that's, and I'm
3: really sad because we were really excited. Yeah. Uh, let's
4: talk to, to Stuart McKay because he's been so patient. Thank you, Stuart. Oh, that's um,
6: all right. That's a nice lesson to everyone, actually.
4: Yeah, it's fascinating to hear to hear everyone's perspective, and I guess your your perspective is is different because you do multiple roles in in Wicked. Yeah, uh, alongside alongside, Laura,
6: who's, alongside um, Laura. yeah. So I joined just after Alice left, so I don't actually know her. Um, hi, hi Alice. Hi. <laughs> um, but I actually think I beat Laura and Alice with my. Um, longevity to the show, because I actually joined it in 2016, which would make Ooh, four years. Wow! <laughs> well, that was actually one of
0: my questions for you, Stu, because obviously you did the tour, didn't you? And then you went into town.
6: I've done two tours. So the original one I got in 2016, which just seems forever ago, mm. was the international tour, which was supposed to be 18 months, and then it ended up being a year and then we had a little gap and then I started the UK tour which was just over a year that was about 14 months I think and then I had a little gap of about five months I think and then I joined town
0: how do the productions differ are they all exactly the same being in each one or is there slight variations in
6: in to be honest it's very similar the only which is incredible because the amount of set that Wicked has is is unreal there's loads of amazing big bits to it and because the tour was quite a substantial tour it sat in each venue for a long time so they were able to bring most of the set Mm -hmm. the only things we didn't have were like when you watch it in London, it's got like big towers up the side, and I think that's all we didn't have that plus uh, one of the flying bridges and um, everything else we had, which was quite cool. Yeah, it's it's almost identical, there's just a couple of extra people in London to fill out the stage, so it's yeah. a bigger show. And so,
0: your, your role is Swing, are you yeah. covering multiple parts? You covered Dr. Dilliman, right?
6: Yes, yeah, so I did. What's that like? Yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, I'm 32, I not think about that there, mm. um, when I auditioned for the show I was 28 and I remember auditioning, I auditioned for it at a drama school and I, you know, think I'm your classic, handsome, Fiero-esque lad. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, and I auditioned when I was right out of drama school 2010 and did some other stuff, and then got caught And I was like, okay, fair enough. And then I auditioned for the show again in 2016 and did my first round. Then they phoned me and said, are you interested in covering Dilimond and The Wizard? <laughs> and I was like, oh... A bit insulting, but cool, <laughs> okay. Well, okay. <laughs> but then I actually thought, like, God, this is a little bit of a sky because there's no worry about my voice. Like, I don't have to sing anything crazy. It's just, mm. just lovely acting roles. And that's another thing about too, actually, because it was one actor that plays both parts, whereas in town it's two actors. So I now don't cover The Wizard, which is right. slightly easier.
0: And are you an on stage, Swing? Or off, like, do, do you have your own track or are you off stage? No, no,
6: off stage. But I'm kind of on all the time. Mm. Um, which is nice, keeps me busy game of shows
0: so there we are, Lawrence, as you said, you wait around for one alphabet and two come along at once and uh,
4: they 're both great, and um, it 's interesting they 're kind of really different aren 't they as they don 't look yeah, alike. they don't they don 't sound alike they don 't i mean obviously no. they 're both great talented performers, but it 's interesting to see two different
0: two different perspectives on on the same part and how they came to play the part and yeah. their journeys and, and I like actually. That you've got like the succession. Obviously, they they put their own spin I think on the Alice part. But Alice had
4: been the cover as well prior to taking yeah. on the role, didn't she? That's great that they do promote from within. It is
0: great that they do that because they don't always do that in in shows. You know, sometimes they recast completely, even if you've you've been covering the parts and stuff. So I think it's it's nice to kind of give the people who are covering them parts and play and playing them just as much as as the person who has the part. It doesn't mean that they're no less talented. I think this is a misconception. I'm going to just get on my little high horse now. Um, A misconception, you know, for some people, that if you're a swing or you're a cover or a standby, it means that you weren't necessarily good enough to play the part. But actually, it means you're more versatile because you can cover a range of parts as well as playing that lead part on stage. And the swing as well. I mean, especially... The, uh, I mean, if you remember
4: when we spoke to uh, Jay and Aaron, who are swings in Hamilton, Hamilton yeah. the roles that they cover, they so and, massive and, and, and similar for Stuart. The, the, I mean, you have to be the most talented person in the room, really, don't you? or most hardworking person in the room and most yeah. able person to go on and play, play any of those parts.
0: So, what did you think about, about the competition tonight then?
4: Well, yeah. I, to be honest, it was um, it was pretty much neck and neck, wasn't it? I think did did Wicked manage to get the lead at one point? Did they? Did they? they pop do you know what they, they didn't? They didn't. No, they they were, were playing catch up. They then, were just behind
0: they? every time. Yeah, they got up yeah. to one point in it though. They did get one point round six. They got thirty-two yeah. to thirty-three, so it was close. Yeah. So I thought maybe they would just just pip them. But
4: um, the Alice and and Jenna were probably just a little bit more confident when when it counted when they when the when the time came in but it's also it's the luck of the draw isn't it It totally is and that's totally why i thought you know this idea of the name as many as you can round to give them to pick a category so that there was no kind of i always feel guilty if one side of it seems a little bit easier than the other um but if i guess if you're randomly picking categories then there's then there's no danger of that but even the the quick fire questions it's luck of the draw you either know them or you don't yeah i think they're getting too easy i think we need to make them harder Those. do you think
0: yeah i think so i think maybe we should open this up to our listeners if you're a, if you're going to write a review or write to us at Insta, uh, on our instagram page or our twitter maybe let us know what do you think of our questions are they too easy or too hard i think it's too easy and we should make it
4: harder and embarrassing for everybody. <laughs> And then no hang on a minute that won't encourage people to come on the show will it Yeah
0: no no one will want to come and I just want to bring up one last little thing actually yeah, to you Do it do it So our um am I in trouble The clever idea the clever idea you had <laughs> at episode 1 to to name each round to do with the oh, two God, shows yes. so to combine the two this rod so let's I made just talk for my own. this rod <laughs> yeah. I made for my own back because
4: once you this do rod this rod sort of thing, once you once you start you kind of got to keep doing it haven't you? yeah and uh it's been it's worked really well i've enjoyed it very much it's been great fun and then suddenly i came up against come from away tonight where people don't know the names of the songs because it, come from away is kind of one long song in a way the songs yeah. merge they roll into each other it's kind of episodic telling uh different moments from a, a kind of a continuous story you you almost don't know when one song ends one song another song begins there's a couple of standout numbers in there me yeah. and sky yeah um, that we were talking about with alice but in general it's not really about what song are you on and so we didn't have that to, and last week we had kind of catchphrases and great famous things from uh lovely jubbly fools and horses yeah. the week uh, when we had um Six, Six and Hamilton was a good and one. Hamilton, and Hamilton. that was a gift of just mashing up song titles. And, uh, you know, for sixpence. no,
0: what was it? Mary Pop- Poppins. Poppins. and is yeah. But that was the first one, so we had no, like... Step
4: in time, step in time. Yeah. Don't look him in the eye, you know. So it was quite easy. And, the, yeah, so this week, maybe, um, you know, you win some, you lose some. I tried. We, you know, you're not without guilt, mate. We sat there and did some together. Well, I was
0: just about to say what, what was nice when we first started this, four or five weeks ago when you said, I've come up with this idea and I'm going to do this. And I said, yep, that's fine. You do that. And then the last two weeks, there's been a little call up a couple yeah, of hours Chris. before. Can you Chris? just give me a hand? And now I feel like I'm part Chris, of it and I you're bringing me into I it. I
4: can't name the rounds, Chris.
0: And you're complicit. <laughs> you're, you're as guilty as
4: me. I know. So shit, um, then it's your fault too. But I have to say, 38 planes, one broomstick,
0: that's pretty good. I like them. I, th- I think they're fun. And um, I no, think, like no, I said,
4: no one mourns the codfish. It's...
0: Yeah, even if they're not that good, they still get a little <laughs> laugh from from the cast. So do you think we teams, keep I it think. in? Then we have to see it through to the end of, of season, we have to one.
4: See- season one. Season one. Well, and then we can relook at the the um, the whole project. format. Yeah, we can relook at the whole format. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, I
4: can't wait because we've got about um, ten other rounds that we we have got, had planned from the start that we haven't done yet. So yeah. we can tweak. We can definitely tweak the format because I can't stand repetition. Yeah. Can't he can't stand it,
0: listeners? Yet we do the same every week. <laughs> do you know what I was going to do? I was just going to um, quickly before we have to finish. We received a message. Oh, great! From right, I was going to read it out. So we've been asking our listeners to follow us on Instagram, which is uh, Game of Shows Quiz, and also to follow us on Twitter, which is Shows Underscore Quiz, and asking them, you know, to send a message and any feedback they have. And we have been receiving some messages, Lawrence. Fantastic. Any, we got um, one any in... marriage
4: proposals in there?
0: Not yet. Unfortunately not. They yeah. just... What is the point of doing a podcast
4: if you don't get crazy stalker fans? Come on, people.
0: I know. I thought they'd love my uh, northern dulcet tones. But we did get a message from uh, SG. Okay. It's her, her name on Instagram. She said, hey, how are you? Just messaging to say that I loved your Six versus Hamilton quiz. It was great crack. She's from Ireland. Oh, okay. Great crack. Uh, And she thought it was really funny and that she loved it because she thought it had a great mix of questions, like she could answer some and others she was like, what? Question mark. (laughs) so there's our question okay. our answer actually so somewhere easy somewhere hard and that's that's good actually I'm glad we've read this yes absolutely and I uh,
4: uh, I've had guilt when we've asked questions that people have gone
0: oh god why did you ask me
4: that it's so unfair I've kind of felt really bad but I think also that is part of the fun of it I mean if everybody can just answer everything then yeah there'd be no competition would they it has there has to have an element no competition of- there has to be an element of it but also we kind of have to appreciate that not maybe not everyone is quite music as musical theater geeks as we are I know that wasn't very good English as what you and I is
0: yeah that'll do
4: yeah do you know what I mean it's like the, the Fiorello question we, but we I th- but, I knew he wouldn't know the well, answer I but I thought it was a good one to guess because actually I think you would uh, well I thought
0: you would guess New York as the as the first but then what we're forgetting is as much as we're trying to test our contestants the listeners they hopefully, are like hardcore musical theatre fans. So for them, it's all about the listeners. listeners. It's all about Um, the listeners. So thank you, SG, for that message. Thank you, SG. Is it SG as in initials, SG? Yeah, SG and a sunflower. So if that's you, if you're listening, there you are. We've read it out. And we've had some lovely reviews on um, the Apple Podcasts app as well. I'm just going to read one of them out. This is from Mr. Mr. Mulgrave. And he said, well if you love musicals and love quizzing then this is a fantastic podcast just listen to hamilton versus six great guests from the west end you get to know a little bit more about the actors it's a must listen i think that's a great I little review wholeheartedly agree with yeah them there uh, with mr <laughs> there.
4: um absolutely no it's very true so
0: just um t- just tell us the instagram handle again chris so follow us on instagram game of shows quiz and on twitter Shows underscore quiz. So
4: you can find us on iTunes and Spotify and whatever is your preferred podcast provider.
0: Yeah, and make sure you do follow us on social media because we will be posting maybe spoilers for the next episode and features from this episode, little behind the scenes footage and some back, backstage pictures and videos for you to like. Okay, that's great. Thank you, Chris. Thanks everybody for listening. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. See you next time on Game of Shows. Game of Shows. Don't put that in. (laughs) Well, you
4: can put it at the end, I suppose.
1: Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to the Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy. This is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists. What they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening?
3: I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2.